0: This is the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. I'm Susie Kolick, the founder of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And
1: I'm Kate Lismer, a writer, traveler, mother, and expat. As a woman who lives in a big city and likes to travel, I'm very curious about self-defense. I've never had any training, so I have a lot of questions. And I have a lot of answers. We figured you probably have similar questions too, and so we thought it'd be a great idea to share this conversation and put it in a podcast. So
0: welcome to the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense podcast.
1: We've talked more broadly about uh, self-care and mindfulness and wellness. Um, I wonder if you could talk specifically about how you consider nutrition and self-care as like part of self-defense or vice versa, how self-defense lends itself to self-care. I feel that um from... a really
0: fundamental level, learning to defend yourself, which to me is really learning how to use your body in the most efficient and effective way, is a part of self care. I mean, it's like, a, I mean, it's just it—it's really fundamental. Why would you not learn how to defend yourself? Or as a friend of mine put it recently, you know, if I was broken into, I would put bars on my windows and I change the locks on my doors. You know, I I take security measures, and or if you move into a bad neighborhood, you do that, right? And I think why would you not why would you not do that about your own body? I mean, this is your home; it's your first, last, and only true home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why would you not care for it in that in that same way that you put an alarm on your Audi? Mm-hmm. You know. That being said. I love candy, (laughs) which has no nutritional value, kids. (laughs) It's terrible and it rots your teeth.
1: What What is your candy of choice?
0: So my candy of choice is something called Dragibus or Dragibus by Haribo, which makes gummy bears and for some reason does not sell Dragibus in Germany. They only sell it in France. It's the only place you can get it.
1: Are they like gummy bears?
0: No, they're, they're, they're like, they're sort of like jelly beans, but only chewier and more intense. They're amazing.
1: Like jelly bellies.
0: But eat more. More. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're incredible. I'll bring you some next time I go to France. (laughs) Yeah, they're really bad for you. And so is all candy. (laughs) <laughs> my public really, service message public service message I really really love candy if I could just eat that all the time I'd be pretty happy uh, nutrition I do practice a type of nutrition <laughs> I want to say that does not include candy um, I practice a type of nutrition <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to say it I listen really closely to my body Mm-hmm. Um, and what my body needs. And obviously, I dismiss things like, we need candy, if that's what my body says. But I do listen if my body says, let's get cauliflower this week. I have no idea. I Your don't body really,
1: says that to you. That's yeah, nice, there's... That's I, nice of it. Yeah, I know. Mine always says, hey, those cookies look really good. And mine, do, mine does too, you know, right? always. But I don't always <laughs> listen to that part.
0: The It's... When I'm craving certain things, I listen really closely to the craving mm-hmm. um, because I figure there's probably something that I need nutritionally. And even if the craving starts out as, you know, a Mars bar, okay, it's probably not a Mars bar, but what's inside that Mars bar that I might need?
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: is it just sugar? Is my blood sugar low? Is it peanut? I don't know. Is there yeah, Mars protein? Bar? Whatever's in there, you know, maybe yeah. there's something I need. So nutrition... I'm not a nutrition expert and I am not an expert even at taking care of my own nutrition because I am I get busy and lazy and all the other things that other humans do as well. But I do think that nutrition is Im- an important part of self-defense, absolutely. And I think one of my trainers, um, Jaren, is a permaculture expert and she gave this fermentation workshop which was great. And in this workshop, she pointed out that our bodies contain, I think it's like 3 trillion microbes. And we're basically just walking Tupperware for the microbes. (laughs) That's how she put it, which I thought was great. This I found so fascinating. And she said that your 3 trillion microbes are unique to you, the combination, because you pick them up from your specific path in life. Mm -hmm. But these microbes, I realized, really kind of dictate our lives. You know, because they might be microbes who are like, we need lots of sugar. We need the, we need candy. We need, we mine, need...
1: mine want carbs. Right. My wa-
0: yeah. And I, you know, I've met people who don't have a sweet tooth. They're not in my lives. <laughs> my, my one life. They're not in that life. But nonetheless, I've, I've met them and I find it really interesting. Like, how can you not have a sweet tooth? But they really love salty things. Right. And then there's people who, you know, they're vegetarian, not even for political reasons, but because meat physically makes them sick or people who have an allergy to this or that or the other thing. But a lot of that is actually microbes, which can also affect our mental state.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when Jaren pointed that out, I thought, well, how like how much of ourselves are we really? Mm-hmm. And how much of ourselves is just slave to one of these to to all of the three trillion microbes that are living in our bodies? We're just a host. Mm-hmm. Right? And in that way, maybe the quality of my life will be improved if I serve the microbes.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I, I've been following this. Like, I only heard of intuitive eating, like, in recent years. But when I was younger, I had different forms of, like, disordered eating. And I would never say I was, like, a full-blown um, anorexic or bulimic. But I definitely had phases where I was binging or purging. And, I, you know, for me, it was more um control stuff going on and i remember just one one year i was just so miserable and i knew it had to do with um just i wasn't eating enough i was mm-hmm. so unhappy and i was just i made a decision i think i was 22 and i just decided i was never going to do that to myself again and ever since then i really tried to eat like what i feel like i really need to eat and it's mm-hmm. actually worked for me i mean i feel like you know, I mean, I joke around about like eating cookies and stuff, but because I let myself do that, I don't feel I'm ever living in deprivation. And, and so for me, again, it's all about listening to my body and, and sort of being attuned to what what you call the microbes, but also just having respect enough for my body's needs and not feeling so much like I have to control it. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: exactly. It is, it is your home and, and, it's up to you to keep it together, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you're only going to lose it in one way, which is through death. But ideally, you want it to be a comfortable home to live in for a long time.
1: And so, what, like, what would you say? I mean, of course, there's listening to your body, and also we're all different, so we're all going to have very different nutritional needs and mm-hmm. um, even cues. So, if you, you know, we're talking to a student what is your nutritionals i mean do you have like a general take on how how people can uh, really be true to themselves but also taking care of their bodies in a natural in a natural like um i don't know not controlling way if that makes sense right.
0: yeah it's not something that comes up very much in classes actually but when it does come up it, it's usually kind of mostly what I just said, like, listen deeply to your body, not just on the surface. So, and again, I mean, we kind of, we use the information that we have. So if you're not exposed to a certain level of food and nutrition, then that might translate itself to, you know, a more junk foody kind of thing. And I say this in the sense of, um, Years ago I was men- I was part of the Big Sister program in Los Angeles and I mentored this kid who was going to one of the vastly overcrowded public schools in LA County. And she was telling me about the food that they were given from the school and she was learning about nutrition and, and what a like how what, how mind blowing it was for her because she wasn't exposed to any of that stuff. You know, whereas I grew up with parents who were very much like, you know, vegetables and fruit and that. Mm -hmm. So it, she was, you know, I mean, for her eating healthfully was, you know, a burrito and a hamburger and whatever, because she didn't know that there were options. Mm -hmm. So when we listen to ourselves and we listen to, you know, when our body's like, you know, eat a bag of chips. There might be something else in there that we're really looking for, you know. And if, we're, if we have the resources to take the time and, you know, all right, what's in a bag of chips? When I crave something really unusual for me, like cauliflower, um, if the craving is really, really strong, I'm often curious as to why it is that I want this. So I look up the nutritional stuff. Mm-hmm. What's in cauliflower that my body seems to need right now? You know, and I can eliminate the things that I'm already normally eating. Actually, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know what's in cauliflower, but let's say it's vitamin A, vitamin C, and potassium, right? I eat a lot of bananas. So, potassium, good. I eat a lot of apples, which may or may not have vitamin A. Like, I have no idea what the stuff contains, but I can eliminate the things I already have and be like, oh, okay, obviously I needed this, this mm-hmm. one thing. How fascinating. I prefer to get these things from food rather than from pills. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's the same. Slow down, listen to your body. What is it really telling you?
1: Pretty Deadly Self-Defense is a self-defense program developed by 20-year martial arts veteran and violent crime survivor, Susie Collett. Based in Berlin, Germany, you can also find Pretty Deadly in a growing number of cities around the world. Through the Pretty Deadly website or the Pretty Deadly app. Learn more about Susie and the Pretty Deadly community at Pretty Deadly